listening to Bod Radio with artist CJ. Yeah, we um launched our Kickstarter yesterday, so I've been literally sitting on the computer the whole day today on my day off from work watching the uh, the total creep up. So yeah, it's been really good. So to start things off, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm Aaron. <laughs> I am I am the founder and original trustee of Little Heroes Comics Charity. Uh, we're a charity based in the UK. And what we do is we create and distribute comic making kits to children who are in the hospital fighting long-term, long-term illnesses. So how did it get started doing Little Heroes? So originally it, it goes back a bit uh, when I was first diagnosed with cancer myself in 2013, yeah, near the end of 2013. And um, I'm all over now and it's fine. I'm on, I've finished all my treatment and everything. But after finishing hospital and all the treatment, it was um, you go. I was going through the phases of how can I give back? And like most people do, I would go and do charity fundraising and try and do runs and usual stuff like that. Um, But in the end, I decided that I wanted to do a little bit more and give back to the hospitals themselves, especially the hospital that helped me during treatment. And um, one of the things that I focused on the most was I was bored a lot in hospital. (laughs) I was in there for a long time. And I ended up watching too much TV and eating a lot of food and getting fat. <laughs> and I wanted to try and help people overcome the boredom of being in hospital. And especially for children, because, you know, as an adult, you have endless abilities that you can do on your phones and laptops and stuff. But as children, you're limited to whatever's in the hospital. And being a lover of comics and a lover of creating and this kind of ethos i just wanted to try and make something that kids would want to use in hospitals that would help them remove themselves from what they're dealing with every day even just for a few minutes so that's where um originally the idea was to give actual comics to the hospital um you know like care packages Mm -hmm. but it turns out that in british hospitals there's a lot of legality and red tape around actually getting comics approved and you'd have to get every page of every individual comic approved and if you're trying to send care packages like loads of random ones you could be there all year so we decided to move away from that and think about how can we still do the comics aspect of it but trying to get around the red tape and the thing was let's let's get them to create their own give them some give them everything they need to create a comic and let them create the comic rather than us trying to give them a story so yeah as somebody myself who was in hospitals a lot when i was a kid i would have found this very good because like like you said there's a lot of boredom being in a hospital plus even like reading and like uh watching tv can be kind of a passive thing in ways so something like Mm -hmm. this where you're actually doing an activity seems like it would be great for kids in hospitals yeah, so I when I first started doing this, for me, it was just giving them something to do. But 
as I've talked to more uh, play therapists, which is the role we have over here who deal with the children day to day, is that it has, um, I'm learning a lot more that it has a very therapeutic, um, I can't remember the other word, but basically it has a form of healing um, and a way of expressing what they're feeling during treatment. So that that's an that's something that I'm really starting to read up on and learn about. It's really interesting to me now, and um, it's pushing how I want the the charity and the comics to move towards that direction as well. So that's really exciting for me. Uh, you talk about talking to people about this. Have you brought in people as it's went on to like give advice to learn from about it? So the only people we've had a talk to at the moment is. Um, like I say, the play therapists at the hospitals that we've been sending the kits to. So the play therapists are the ones that reach out to us at the moment. And uh, basically their their roles, if I understand it, in the hospitals are to facilitate like play within the hospital. So like creative art therapies and all this kind of stuff and keeping them. I don't want to say the wrong, to say the wrong word of like entertained, but <laughs> You know, keeping them away from thinking about what they're actually going through and trying to make it fun and trying to make it interesting for them. And so for me, it's it's trying to get as much information from those indivi- those individuals as I can at the moment and trying to trying to understand from my for myself how this does help in the healing process. Uh, how's it been received so far from people? So, yeah, so. We're we're rather new. We started in March of this year, with um, the intention of only uh, we done a kit, uh, fundraiser on Just Giving to get 100 kits made, and we done a pilot of four. We just sent four out to a little hospital over here called Great Ormond Street, and they loved them. They were creating pictures with uh, creating characters and drawings and immediately we started to get other hospitals saying we want them and before we knew it we'd already sent out those hundred and we've already got lined up in january another 250 to send out we're still in talks with other hospitals but the biggest um thing for us was that over here we have the national lottery and they do grants um that you can apply for and we managed to apply and get a grant for £6,000 to create 1,000 more kits. So we just we just get inundated now with hospitals asking for them. And the feedback and the pictures we're getting back from the children that are using them, they're just so creative and just so inspiring to think that these kids have these imaginations that are just untapped. <laughs> Like you, you look at what comes through, and you immediately, as a as someone who likes to create and flesh out ideas, you just sit there and you want to, oh that that's an amazing character. I want to, can I steal that? <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's very interesting. So are you getting to see a lot of the work the kids are doing? So we're seeing we're it it's hard because um, a lot of time we don't get a lot of stuff sent through because parents are very protective these uh nowadays of sending pictures of kids and stuff but they will send us picture pictures of like the artwork and that's mainly what we ask for we say can you send us the artwork that's really what we want to see 
Um, and we do put that on our Twitter and we started to upload them to the gallery on our web, our new website that we've got running. So, but the the big chunk of the ones that we've sent out are not actually being distributed to the children until January. So we're hoping in January we're going to see a lot more influx of images, which is what we're most excited about. So. Now, when you talk about doing a, a, a new one, is it going to be the same type of kit, or are you adding anything to the, the newer ones? So the kits have um, a standard that we're trying to always keep in terms of what's in them. Um, as we grow and we get more money and we can get the cost of kits down, we just want to increase what's in them um, rather than changing them up. We just want to make as much stuff in there as possible. So like at the moment, we give you all the crayons, the pencils, the sh rubbers, sharpeners, pens. You get three sets of stickers, like sticker sheets. You get a blank comic, which has all panels already inside of it. And you get um, a couple of activity sheets that show you how to draw like the basic human face and shapes. So and that's where it is at the moment. And we're hoping to get that, grow that to a bigger, more fleshed out thing. But obviously it's it's trying to grow at the same time of getting cost down. So it's a it's a fine balance. Yeah. Uh, one of the things a lot of people face is like in any business or anything is like balancing out between a big demand and st still being able to do it, period. Yeah. Yeah. So. We, we faced that because as soon as we'd finished 100 kits, we, we hit that problem of we've got 200 of kits that need to go out, but we don't have them. And so that was a big worry for us because we want to be able to say to everyone that comes to us, we will give you those kits. You know, if a hospital comes to us and says, we've got three wards, 20 each, we just want to go, OK, we'll send you 60 out, no problem. But it's all to do with quantity for us because making 100 kits when we first done our first fundraiser came to just over a thousand pounds doing 1000 kits um, was just over five thousand pounds so you've immediately gone from 10 pound a kit to five pound a kit so for us it's been able to raise money in big enough chunks that we can do high volume because that's where we can get the biggest discount on all of the individual components. When, so. when you did the first batch of kits, were you thinking automatically that you're going to be doing more, or did you think like, oh, this is something I'm doing this one time, it's one idea to do? So it, it's a it's a funny question that people ask me because if you would ask my fiance this question, she would say that I never follow through with my plans. <laughs> So when I initially pitched the idea that I was going to do this charity idea, I think she didn't really pay attention because she thought oh, it would just be one of those things I didn't fall, like, follow through with. And then I managed to raise the money and then it became a whirlwind of it hasn't stopped. I just don't know how it exploded to where it is now within this short period of time where I'm trying to raise over 10,000 here and 5,000 here and originally yes it was only supposed to be just let's just do 100 kits i send most of them back to the hospital that where i was treated and that was it but then people started asking for them people wanted them and people were interested in them so it just 
it just keeps growing and keeps spiraling and it's it's not stopping at the moment uh do you remember a specific moment of maybe something that happened or uh maybe a sales uh not sales number but a number it went out where you were like okay this is this is a real thing that i'm gonna be doing for a while uh, yeah i think personally it was when we got the grant through from the national lottery because in order to obtain that we have to fill in a lot of paperwork explaining what what we're doing how we're going to do it what the how this will help and you know where the money's going to go and up until that point i hadn't we'd only sent out a hundred we were getting people just asking if this is something we're going to do is the same we, and once we got that grant it was like a moment of just oh my god someone some committee out there has believed in what we're trying to do they believe it enough that they're going to give us loads of money without any questions <laughs> and just just say please keep receipts for three years so it's it's an interest and i think that's where it dropped to me it was like when that happened and that that money got into the bank account the realization set in of oh well this is an actual thing now you you've got to really focus <laughs> so it was like uh, a little bit intimidating in that moment there of like oh I gotta do this. <laughs> yeah, it becomes yeah, it becomes serious, uh, and also because we're um, we're saving for our house deposit at the moment, so we're living with my fiance's parents, which means that all of our kit components are in our little lounge, so there are boxes everywhere. <laughs> so there's also that commitment of trying to get them out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about. Uh current plans what would you say is the current state of the little heroes project right now so right now we've we've uh literally just finished per well we got one more part uh component to buy for the kits we're currently making uh which is just some pencil just a load of pencils but we can't get those until january from the supplier once they are in we are putting together the next 250 and over the next few months, we shall be working towards getting the rest of the 1,000 out. Um, but that is also alongside our new Kickstarter we just started for our anthology that we're doing alongside this as a tool to raise money. So that's that's basically the state at the moment. Is it's We're working hard to get the kits that we've got the grant for out the door while trying to find new revenues to get even more fundraised. Uh with the anthology you mentioned would you like to discuss that a bit yeah so the the anthology is a comic made up of we've we've set a theme for the first one which is called strength which we thought was quite appropriate for what we're trying to do and we sent out and you know a, a tweet into the into the web and said would any creators out there be willing to help us create a comic like a load of short stories that we can put into an anthology which we can get printed and sell just purely for raising money to get more kits and send them out the door and we were just so surprised because up until that point no one really knew who we were we were just only a couple of hospitals knew but all of a sudden we had creators all over the place willing to give their time and their effort into these comics so we've got this anthology that's coming out which is on Kickstarter now. It's up 67% funded at the moment in 24 hours. But the 
it's about 44 pages and it's got like i think it's 10 or 11 different small comics in it uh one of them is actually a full-fledged 10 page comic so it's it's really really beautiful and some of the create some of the comics in it are amazing um but if anyone wants to look at the kickstarter it's got uh, previews of all the comics in there on it but we're hoping that this will be an ongoing thing that we do a couple of times a year as a constant fundraising effort and it gives us something to show when we go and go to comic cons and have a little table has sent there to sell and introduce our brand amongst the community so have you been uh taking your your project to many conventions so in the last few months of last year i went just as a as a patron uh just to go around and get used to the get used to the scene and get to know people but this year we've got our first one lined up which is true believers con in the uk which is in february i think it's the third and we're in talks with a few others in the UK to, uh, which are a bit later on in the year, but we're hoping to do at least three or four next year. You know, more if they if more want us, <laughs> but um, obviously a lot of the time it's budget constraints. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you talk about people working with you on the anthology. Have you had much feedback from the comic books community? So. We we have not showed too much off the comic off yet because we want it to be a surprise when the anthology comes out. But we have had the creators who are taking part. We've been constantly showing them and feedback from the other uh, creators as well. And there's a little small little uh, group we follow in Facebook that we talk, you know, which is a few select people that we chat to and show and throw ideas. And they are just... Uh, loving it. it it just i i don't it's hard to explain but even our front cover is just it blows me away <laughs> and i never i love it so i think it's going to be good i don't i don't want to disappoint anyone but i think it's gonna be good <laughs> <laughs> um with this project and it's and you said you will probably maybe do this again in the future it's maybe a regular thing is there another way you think you might approach raising money for the project. Uh, yeah, this is this is the tough the tough question. It's it's an ongoing thing that I'm still open to ideas from anywhere. <laughs> from um, I've never been one that's been amazing at fundraising for things. Um, so I'm I'm always surprised when I throw something up online and it manages to get even a couple of pounds. So. If any, I think I'd throw it out there and ask if anyone else has any ideas. <laughs> you know, if anyone has any ideas, email me. I'm all ears. <laughs> but for now, I think it's going to be the anthology and maybe occasional crowdfunders around specific, uh, specific things like, yeah, we really need two thousand kits. This is how much it's going to cost. Please help. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, with it being a comics-related project, were you hugely into comics yourself, personally? So, I've I've grown up... I could never afford too many comics growing up, so for me it was more of a, a love as an adult. Um, and I am obsessed with a particular comic that I 
annoying my fiance with only buying those comics. So I do read a lot of comics, but I tend to read um read all of them digitally, um, apart from the ones I hoard in and collect. Um, but yeah, um, when I was in hospital again, that was a it was one of the things that I read a lot. Um, you know, you've got too much time, <laughs> so and it's a good way to escape. And obviously, growing up in the last, well, I, I'm I'm not like I'm, I turned thirty this year, um, not not too long ago. So I've I've been lucky enough to grow up when the world is going mad on superheroes. So that also helps. Uh, with the uh, projects like this, we all know that there's a lot of of charities out there, and sometimes it becomes like a tough thing to get yours, like basically through the, not even through the door, through the little crack of the door. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you found that's the biggest challenge to just get people to pay attention to your project? Yeah, it's it's a it's a thing that I've been researching a lot about because in the I don't know about the rest of the world, but in the UK there are definitely a few big big brands out there that will take I don't know the figures off the top of my head, but you always hear it in the news where like the top five take up ninety five percent of the all money donated in the country and you just wish that you could have that tiny little bit but when i originally started this up i did a little bit of research into the niche area that i'm trying to establish and there are similar ones like there's ones that do like games and you know there are other things like that you know ones that give game consoles to hospitals and things like that i couldn't really find anyone specifically that are doing creating kit comic kits they were doing ones that were like give art materials and stuff like that but i felt i felt we were carving a nice little area because it was very specific on what we were trying to to get them to do rather than just here's some pencils go and color something in well i know like when i first heard of your project i was first thing i did i was like that's a great idea but uh after that, I was thinking about it, and here in the U.S. where I am, and like I, I don't know of any project doing that. And also, there's like comic kits that you can buy in like art stores and stuff, but they're yeah. s- super expensive most of them. Like they're really yeah. high dollar here, and like so in most places, I don't even think sells hardly any of them because they're such high dollar. So I think it's a great idea and to be able to get to kids because it's not something that their parents could even go out and probably afford to buy for them. Yeah, it's it's funny that because um, on my shelf I actually have a load of um, comic making kits and drawings that are the ones you can buy in the stores over here that we were trying to find inspiration from. Like we've got a Star Wars comic making kit over there in the corner. It's it's very low budget. <laughs> it's really horrible. Um yeah, we, we tried to keep it cheap, but quality as good as possible. But I agree with you, and we have been reached out from people who are and do want to buy them just individually as their kit. They want them for themselves. And that's not something we thought of in the beginning, and I don't know if it's something we're going to do, but it's definitely something we'll think about. Because, like you say, I think there is a market for getting quality kits out there that are reasonably priced. So, but hospitals is just a start for us. We have def- we have bigger plans to do a lot more stuff, and one of those on the back burner in like 
five-year, ten-year plans is obviously schools as well. You know, get them, get them into classes, into art classes. You know, it's the possibilities of getting these into different institutions is endless and different countries as well. Well, I think it's a positive just seeing that you're not just looking at this one thing you're doing. You're you're looking to move and do different things because that opens up new doors every time you do something different. Yeah, absolutely. We we are always listening and always looking out for collaborations. We want to work with other people, other charities as much as we can, because the more we can get these kits out, still there still there hello hello oh it must have dropped for a second yeah i think it did yeah sorry okay. <laughs> that's all right <laughs> i yeah. don't know what point i dropped out <laughs> <laughs> oh you were just talking about the more you can get kits out yeah yeah uh, obviously so the more the more we can collaborate with people and the, you know in any way, as long as we can get the kits out there, I'm I'm happy for that. That's that's that was my original aim from day one, so I want to continue doing that. Uh, when you w- want to do something like this, everybody knows charity work isn't easy in any way. It's never yeah. been easy. Everybody thinks it's easy <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> everybody thinks, well, you're just giving and it's easy and it's it's not. <laughs> uh. How do you balance that, though, the frustration of sometimes, you know, not being able to raise the funds you need and not being able to to do something that you might want to do that you think is a great idea? I'm still trying to work that one out. (laughs) (laughs) I still, yeah. um, For me, because I'm so passionate about it, whenever there's, whenever I do a fundraiser or I'm trying to raise money, it's always that, but why wouldn't you? It's an amazing idea. Why wouldn't you want to give money? Um, But you know in place in times when it's hard for people to give money and not everyone has money to give you just yeah it's it's hard and frustrating and the biggest actually i tell you the biggest thing i have had since starting this is mainly legal tape it's all of the stuff you have to do around what the government allows you to do what you have to save paperwork here this that and everything that has been the hardest part is learning what all of these little laws and regulations are outside of that i have found the support from the community in in particular small press community around comics to just be in uh, just so valuable um and i think they're the ones that are actually helping me get through <laughs> everything i think without them um pushing me through and keeping me it's not on keeping me on track they just keep me motivated because i see how excited they are which makes me even more excited and it's more it's like a given give and take so i think that is definitely the one frust- way of dealing with frustration at the moment is is when i'm able to send in a chat this don't seem to be working what what can i try differently and you get 50 60 different replies on how you can make it better that that's that's all i ask for at the moment uh when you first got these kits did you have a moment where you sat down with one and did your own so <laughs> i did so i'm i'm not a great drawer uh, or an artist or i you know i can 
draw just a bit better than a stick man. Um, but I did um, sit down and draw a few bits. But my fiance has been bugging me since we started this project to actually sit down and fully do a comic. So I've done two panels. <laughs> um, I'm going to do a story of my treatment through the hospital, but I'm going to do it in terms of a very tongue in cheek kind of war film um, taking part in my body. <laughs> so I've done two panels and they're really rough drawings on um, and they're on my Twitter, my personal Twitter. Um, I hope to get those a bit more fleshed out and using the kits, more more of the kits as I go on. So, yeah, it is definitely something. But we do do a lot of testing on the right products to use. And that, like, I didn't realise how much I could, how long you could spend trying to find out what's the best crayon to buy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all for the children, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that you're having fun it's yeah. for the children <laughs> yeah we can't have that packet because the yellow is not good enough <laughs> yeah. well i i think everybody should uh check out uh, little heroes i think it's a great project if you want to tell everybody where they can find you online yeah so it's if you just search little heroes comics into google you'll find us but we are littleheroescomics.co.uk we are little heroes comics on facebook but on Twitter, we are Little Heroes Kit, and that's because Little Heroes comments was taken. No. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ever uh, want to update or anything, just let me know, and we can talk again. Or just send me a link to something if you want to update, and I'll post it around everywhere and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Cool. It was lovely talking to you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you have a good rest of your night. I will show my best. I'm going to go straight to bed. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Good night. <laughs> All right. Have a good evening. You too. Right, bye.